Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Great, man. How you doing? Man, life's pretty good. Doing all right. When's Coming down your... here towards the end of, uh, I guess, the beginning of fall, I guess I should say. Yeah, I was going to say, some parts of the country, they're saying winter's here, and other parts, I mean, we got cool this morning. It's cool. Like, like in the 60s, it was awesome, awesome, awesome. So I'm glad we got college football. We got college football back. The uh, SEC started playing this past weekend. They had a couple upsets, uh, had a couple struggles, but you know, I love SEC football. So we're, we're back in business. That's, that's the fall, baby. We're back. So that's really good. All right. We're going to do episode 93 and the myth of work-life balance. So we always talk about life-work balance, work-life balance. So we're going to call this the myth of work-life balance. Okay. So I, we, you, you were saying you had we're going to offend some. We're going to offend some of the uh, the uh, what do you call them? The uh, politically correct. No, uh, the life the life gurus. You know the people. I can't think of what they call themselves, but you know they always talk about the work life balance and their um, yeah yeah the myth, so the myth of that. Of that. So so the great one, and this was uh, I think I can't remember where I got this from, but it's I want to give credit to whoever do. I didn't come up with the idea, but it said. All right, so if you were going to, like right now, stand up from your desk and, and, and stand on one foot. And so you're standing on one foot, so imagine that, or you just do it if you're standing on one foot right now. And the question is, are you balanced or are you balancing, right? Are you, and so what's going on? When you're standing on one foot, you're kind of, you know, not wobbling around, but you could definitely feel your body making adjustments, right? So you're actually balancing you're in the act of balancing and that's kind of the the the, the analogy that we use for a work-life balance it's not a static thing it's a balancing act in a continual basis there's there's the myth of there's no such thing as work-life balance um so you were talking about you had a conversation with somebody earlier this week i did and the conversation went kind of like this and um he was asking the question is how do you balance your home life with your work life and so which is basically what we're talking about work-life balance and I thought about it for about a minute and I said well I don't I never do never have I mean it's been a long time since I have I shouldn't say I never have but I learned along the way that there is no balance when I'm working I'm working when I'm when I'm not just saying when I'm home when I when I'm off work with my wife with my family I am there mentally I'm 100% there work is not a part of that and so, but I'm also, if I'm playing, if I'm, whether it's golf or whatever, I'm not being bothered by this thing. I mean, that I have no, I'm going to turn it off. And, and I think, so there is, in my opinion, there is no balance. You just, you do one thing. It, I don't believe in the whole idea of multitasking because like you said, multitasking forces you to stand on one foot. If you'll just do one thing, you don't have to stand on one foot. You can focus all of your energy, accomplish that task, then move on to the next task. Um, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. So, so this goes back into a couple of different things, which is, um, especially when you're younger, there are times that you're, you're busting your bum. You know, you're working your butt off. And, and that is a focused time. You're building the business or you're, it's a busy season, right? You're a CPA. Uh, April is a busy month, right? Because Right now they have October 15th for extensions. It's a busy month. You kind of, you bust it, right? That's what you do. You're trying to uh, start a new business or a new product line. You bust it. 
Um, but it also leads into stuff we've talked about with time management before. And I love what you were saying about, we talked about, uh, I think Dan Sullivan calls it focus days. Focus days are the days that you're uh, really busy and getting stuff done. Those are your money-making days. I call them your A-plus activities, the things that make you money and you joy. But then you have the free days, which I love what you're saying. When you play golf, we're not we're looking at our cell phone. We're, we're playing golf. When we hang out with our family, we're not thinking or talking about work. We're hanging out with our family, right? So that is, that's a great distinction. It is that time management in action. Uh, the buffer days is what Dan Sullivan calls kind of the homework days and the prep days or the days that you're studying or learning a new piece of software or a new piece of equipment, right? And that's where the life work balance is a myth because it's, there are times you're more focused on work and there are times more you're more focused on your family, but it's also where it has to, you have to get into time management. How much time are you spending in the business? How much time are you spending with the family and how much time are you doing the buffer days, which make each one of those focus and free days better. Right? And that's, that's where the balance may also kind of come in is, is okay. Um, if you're overweight, then, and you know, people, a lot of people struggle with weight. Well, you may be you may be spending the proper amount of time with your spouse and your family. You Maybe spending the proper amount of time at work, but you're not giving any of your time to your exercise and your and yes your to your health. health. So yes. um, the balance is is saying, okay, I need I need to be uh, mentally strong. So are you taking time to read and do these other things? Are you taking time to spend? You got to be uh, strong in relationships, which can be friendships and uh, family. Um, you got to be strong. And some people would say in your spiritual, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily God, but, um, you know, in, in thought or, or what have you, meditation. Um, and so where you try to have balance is to cross over into the, all the categories, work, work slash money, um, right. and have, have the balance across multiple things, but never being in it's very hard when there's about seven different areas where you really need to be in. You're always going to have weak areas of one of them, one or two. Yeah, and well, there's a great analogy I heard again. I can't remember whom. I'd love to give credit. I was talking about picture all those things as you're juggling, right? So you're jam, you're, you're juggling work, you're juggling family and health. You're, you know, you're juggling all those balls in the air. And the analogy was, well, work is kind of like a rubber ball. It, it, if you drop it, it's going to bounce and come back. You'll be okay, right? But your health. It's like a glass, you know, uh, a Christmas decor, you know, if you, it's going to shatter, right? Your family, you know, if you don't spend time building that, it's going to shatter and relationships, you know, they're going to shatter. So it was picture you're juggling those five, see your spiritual life, your five, six, seven balls, whatever you're juggling. But the, but the work one is a, is a rubber ball. You can put it down and then pick it back up and it's going to be okay. These other ones you really have to give a lot of attention to, um, but as you said, it's it's a juggling act where you're not spending an equal amount of time on all those events and, and not an equal amount of time all the time, right? It's going to be there are times that you're spending much more activity on at work. There are times you're spending a lot more time uh, with the family and friends and relationships, right? I coach a lot of my clients to, to uh, believe in the free days of recharging batteries. I've got guys that take the month of July off. They don't work during July. They go away to the beach and they don't work for a month. I've got other clients that they prefer to take a vacation you know, three-day weekends, right? Got other clients that do uh, a beach trip every uh, six weeks, every 12 weeks, right? Because they're always looking forward to a beach trip. They like the beach or coming back from a beach trip. So they just got back from a trip, but that's the way they charge their batteries, right? So so balancing, you know, in the week that they're taking off at the beach, they 
recharging the batteries, right? And it just so happens that it's just, I think I was talking more, I was listening to one of his, he's another guru guy and he had something like six week cycles. So it kind of goes into that six weeks, go to the beach where he was like, you're just, you're busting it for six weeks and then you're taking a week off, right? Busting it for six weeks, taking a week off. I think, uh, I can't think of the other guys, Todd, somebody's got something called the, the 90 day year or something like that kind of idea where you're busting for 90 days. But it's all a matter of, this just goes back to life-work balance is a myth because it's really about time management or focus your energy, right? We've talked about energy levels and keep your energy levels high, right? And having these super productive days, Dan Sullivan calls them focus days. Uh, you, you and I call them kind of A-plus activity days where, man, those are the days, how, how productive are you the day before you go on vacation? You are knocking it out of the park. Yeah, because you got everything, you got to get it done. Yeah. You're not doing anything frivolous. I'm going to the beach with the family tomorrow. I got to get stuff done, right? And you're only doing the important stuff. Boom. That's a focus day, right? That's an A-plus activity day. And that's the balance, right? You couldn't, you couldn't spend time with family on that day. No. And, you're knocking it out of the park. You know, it's funny. And it, everybody hates the person that you, like, you go to the pool at a, at, you know, your beach <laughs> resort. Yeah, and there's yeah, somebody yeah. out there with their, like, their laptop and they're and you're like don't be that person because see that's totally lacking in balance and and now granted maybe that person finds their value in their work so they want to look outwardly more so you know what i'm saying but oh absolutely absolutely but that's a that's the that's the epitome of how not to be balanced i mean is if you're on vacation and you're not there mentally, and, and I'm, I was guilty of this many, many years. Absolutely, ago. I think we all were, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I learned that when it was probably in the early 1990s, when I had my first business, I learned, and that, that was early days of cell phones, by the way, but I would go on a vacation where they didn't have cell phone service. <laughs> so I couldn't be reached. The only way to reach me was actually to call the hotel and leave a message and we would go away, you know, my mother and father-in-law watching my son at that time. And they, they would babysit. But I knew myself. And if I was in a position where I could be reached, I would have been reached and I would have been distracted. And I think that's the word that you want to avoid. The balance is in not being distracted in wherever you are. Oh, uh, that's a good point. I, I was thinking uh, lately with the, uh, you know, the COVID crisis and everybody working from home, both, both business owners and employees, and that you really start to realize uh, you have a lot more time or flexibility here, which can be detrimental. Like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that there are some guys that, that I'm talking to that are working longer because they're, they're at home and their office is at home and they can just easily go up to the office and, and work, you know, to seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. But I've also talked to people that it's kind of like uh, uh, they are, they have more time. So it's like, I've got a guy who, who is a cyclist. So he goes for a two hour bike ride, you know, 12 to two, right? Wow. And, and his is, it's really neat. The way he does that is focused, right? So, so he does a lot of work in the morning before noon and he, he has a strategy where he sends out all his emails like 1130 to 12 and then goes on his bike ride because all the people he sent emails to, whether it be employees or clients or contracts that he's bidding, they're all working on those and they'll answer them and get back to him that afternoon. And so he'll be able to answer them later on in the afternoon, right? So, so his, 
But I guess my point is he's taken a, a free time in the middle of the day, 12 to 2, to go bike ride, which for him is recharging the batteries, sure. right? So I think during COVID, we're kind of learning that we have a little more flexibility than we thought we had. And we're not as uh, enslaved to the email or the telephone or, or whatever. And maybe this is really the, the work-life balance is uh, a myth and that, but you need to be conscious of it. Like he said, we were both victims of it. We were younger, right? But now as, we got, oh, as soon as I had kids, I wanted to spend time with the kids and my kids did sports. So I want to go coach the sport. So I would arrange my schedule to, I'm, I'm not working past four o'clock because that's when soccer practice is. But I might have to go home and do some more work at seven o'clock. Sure. You know, have to put the kids to get bed. But that's the flexibility we had as as business owners. But uh, yeah, so it's it's a matter of being conscious. I like what you were saying. It's being conscious or aware of it, and especially now with COVID, I think you're more aware of the flexibility. You might have more flexibility than you thought. I think COVID has had a, had a, also an effect on media, because I think what has happened is whereas like people would work all day, then they go home and. Uh, they might watch TV after they got home, you know, eat, eat dinner and then watch TV. But now they're home working. So instead of watching TV, they're working it, it, at night. I mean, I'm, I, I probably don't watch, I don't, I, maybe even a couple hours at TV all week, but because I can work wherever I am and I'd much rather work than, than watch TV. So there's, I, I balance and say, yeah, I don't, I don't, care to watch tv so i make a choice to work instead now some would say well you need some more time off um yeah maybe so but i don't feel burned out i feel great i feel excited i feel uh, managing the energy like you're excited and energized about some of the activities you have and you're still spending family time as an empty nester you know kind of time with your wife and have dinner with your wife and uh no i, I totally agree with that we were, i had a meeting this morning with one of my uh, uh clients again i think i mentioned this before this is a third different client where Everything's appointment only now, right? So, so, so their, their, their shops are appointment only. And again, we were talking about, you know, at first that was a pivot. Hey, we have to go to an appointment only. And then now it's running so well, uh, they're going to extend the appointment only till until the end of the year. And they're, I say, their excuse, not their excuse, but the reasoning is, well, we're going to do this until we, we don't, uh, until we don't have to wear masks, right? Indoors or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, they kind of like it. You know, they, they kind of like the idea of the appointments because then there's no, but they'll still take walk-ups, right? And, you know, if, you, if, if there is space and somebody can help you, they, they will help you. But if not, they're, you know, easy to say it's right there on the door. Hey, we don't take walk-ups so you can set up an appointment uh, by phone or by or, uh, whatever on the website. But it's just interesting that that was something that was, that, you know, they thought would be a bad thing. Now, all of a sudden, they prefer appointment only. Also, it's more productive, right? People don't come into stores just to browse when it's appointment only, right? You're not yeah. going to go window shopping by appointment only, right? You, you go there with a purpose, right? You go there to buy, right? So. You go there to buy, right? You go there to buy, which also helps them focus because they're, they're, they are pre-qualifying their uh, people before the appointment, right? What are you looking for? What, what you know, what, what, what problems are we here to solve, right? And, and it doesn't matter what business it is, but just in, in general, that's, that's a great thing. Oh, you know, now that's appointment only, let's focus on your problem. What, how can we do to help it? So when you get here, it's a real focused appointment, right? Precisely. It's like pre-screening, pre-qualifying your prospects or pre-screening, pre-qualifying your clients. But in reality, you're actually helping them be more specific. They're looking for wedding bands. 
great. What, what type of wedding bands are you looking for? I'll make sure we have them all here and on display ready for you to look at, right? Yes. Uh, HVAC, uh, well, what are you thinking? You're getting, you know, a windowless, whatever the, the you know, whatever this is, the ductless unit, are you thinking? I can I have them all here, if, you know, tell me what you're looking for, right? So you can get a little more focused. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting in the fact that something that we thought was going to be bad is actually beneficial appointment only, more focused, allows them more free time. Yes. And, and uh, you know, they're extending it till at least January. But that was kind people of cool. are, I think people are noticing that, um, so at first, like if you turn off the news long enough to realize um, when you get out of entrepreneur's way, they'll find a way if you change the circumstances. Let's face it, you talk about, you uh, earlier you're talking about how do things in six week windows or 90 day windows. Well, right. the reality is, you know, I hate, I, I've said this before, I hate the words, the new normal. Um, but business changes every six weeks to, to every quarter. It's constantly I mean, evolving. It's constantly evolving. And, and so most entrepreneurs, they, they adjust, are constantly adjusting, constantly adjusting. So, so sure, we had a big adjustment in the beginning. But once we catch up to that adjustment, now here we are. It doesn't seem like the balance is so hard because we've, we've been doing it for a while. So, again... The myth of, of I, I was trying, I couldn't think of the word before, life coaches. See, life coaches, they, they always talk about this balance. And the balance is to, I, I mean, I, just in whatever you're doing, be there 100%. I mean, that's. Yes, and that's a great point you're making. I, I love that. Be there 100% whenever, if it's a focus activity and it's work, be there the whole time, right? And if it's with your family, be there the whole time. It's, it's. And I guess the, the, the point is also that, that, that it's, it's, it's an evolving, it is a ever-changing, it's balancing or counterbalancing, it's an action, not a steady state, right? That if you're a little overweight, then, then you might need to spend more time on your health and, and carve out time to go work out or carve out time to go run, right? Or carve out time to eat right, right? So maybe you got to prep your meals in order to enhance, enhance your chance of success, right? Uh, the work-life balance of, I think right now, like, like we were talking about, well, my kids are in at Georgia online, right? So it's a hybrid. So it's half online. Half, they're having to learn time management skills, right? They can't just, you got to get the work done. And now it's more responsible on your own because at least you used to just go to class, right? Yeah. Well, now, you know, Zoom class doesn't always happen because a lot of times Zoom class, well, don't forget to read chapter five. There's a whole different issue behind that. I'm not sure they're fully teaching, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they got to go figure out. I got to spend time to go focus on learning this stuff myself, reading chapter five and reviewing the material and, and doing the homework. I think my girls are working more now than they would in a normal college situation. That's just my personal opinion. But my point being is they have to adjust. Like you were saying, it's evolving. That is that the new normal of college. Gosh, I hope not. I hope it's just one semester. Right. But they're having to balance their time. And then when they want to go uh, be social, uh, whatever, properly in mass social distance, um, they can do that, but they but they've got to focus on getting their work done first, right? Uh, one of my my daughter last year, uh, the older one said, "Hey, as long as I get my homework done by six o'clock, I can go out that night." Okay, great that she came up with that rule herself. If I had to get all my homework done, all my schoolwork done by six o'clock that night, I can go out. Great. And my joke back to her was, "Well, that doesn't mean you have to go out, right? <laughs> That's a great goal to get all your work done by six o'clock. Awesome. That's great." 
So you could have your free time, but you don't have to go out every night. That's a whole, that's a whole different discussion. That's a whole father and daughter <laughs> discussion, right? So, right, right, exactly right. But, but that was her focus, right? Her focus was get my stuff done, man. We're not screwing out. We're not going and being social until after I get my work done. And that's, and it sounds like that she understood, I want to work now and get this done and then transition into let's yeah, call it a free time, free time play state yeah. you know i'm gonna now be there 100 percent. and if her work wasn't done she realized mentally she couldn't be there 100 percent because she was going to be stuck thinking about her work her, her studies and it's the same thing we deal with in work but there's always you know when you look at something you always look you always notice that it almost seems like there's always one area that is always going to be out of fall, whack. Be, fall behind yeah. when when you're trying to balance everything. It's very rare that you're hitting on all cylinders in all categories of life unless you're extremely good at scheduling. Right. Well, and that that's what I think. That the, as I think more about this, we talk. I that's what I think. I think it is more about scheduling. It's more about time management. I think success is more about time management, energy management. We keep mentioning coming back to that. So it's funny how we keep coming back to energy management. We keep coming back to time management, right? That, that a lot of your unbalanced or unbalanced life is because you're not good at time management or managing your energy or, or delegating or systematizing your business. It's funny how it's all come full circle to what you and I coach on an ongoing basis, right? If your business is systematized, there's, there's more free time for you. If your system, if your, if your business is, is, oh, sorry, if you're good at delegating, you have more time on your A plus activities and you have more free time, right? Uh, I think Dean Jackson says his new saying is what can I do today? So tomorrow is, I have a lot more free time. What, what can I get done today? So tomorrow is my free day. Right, that that he used to be anti-meetings or anti-scheduling, and now he's like pro-scheduling because he's like, man, if I can get all my stuff done today, I could really make tomorrow a great day. It's so it's funny, but this is the stuff you and I teach and coach. And so, how do you get work-life balance is a myth? It's a myth because it's ever-evolving. It's juggling the balls, and one's going to always be a little underperforming than the other. But 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 it's what you focus on and, and when you focus on it. Uh, but there are strategies, there are techniques that, that we teach in our mastermind group, right? That this is what we, this is what we do. This is what we teach. This, this is what happens when people are successful. You know, successful entrepreneurs know how to manage their time. You know, successful business owners know how to handle the ups and downs of, of personal life and business life, right? We, we know those, those people that are successful. And that's the kind of stuff you and I teach in our mastermind group. That, that, yeah, that's, and it's, it is exactly what we teach in our mastermind group. But if you take it, I mean, you and I have both been married a lot of years. How many years you've been married? Gosh, now you're embarrassing. Like, like 23. Okay. It's a good so, guess. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'll be 30 in April. So, okay. That in and of itself that we've been entrepreneurs all this time and, and have had marriages that last, that have lasted this long, that tells you that we do understand that, I mean, I don't look at a successful entrepreneur as on his third or fourth marriage as a successful entrepreneur because I don't believe you have success when you have complete failure in any category. If you're completely 100, look, I was, I was extremely overweight. 
um, going into a few years back, I was 50 pounds overweight. And I looked at myself and I said, you cannot claim to be a success in these other areas and be a complete and total failure when it comes to your health. And you talked about the, you know, the health being a glass ball, if you will, your marriage can be a glass ball too. And right. so there's, there's fragileness in certain areas. And if you neglect them, you will break that ball. And so um, work will always be there. You'll always have work, but you, these other things, you, to have success in all areas, I believe you have to pay attention to all the areas. Oh, absolutely. And, and I would even say, you know, one step further talking about, well, like I said, there are times, it was a great one. One of my guys, one of my buddies who, who JR is in strategic coach with me, and he was talking about, I think it was, uh, I forget the time period, but it was one quarter recently where he said, this quarter, I'm saying no to everything else, and it's about my health. So he's actually the one that got me on 75 hard. You remember 75 that? hard, yeah. I got yeah, another so buddy was, doing that. 75 yeah, yeah, all right. Hard. So he was like, I'm doing 75 hard, and I'm not uh, – I'm working out in the morning, so I'm not even going into work until 10 o'clock in the – and then I'm leaving at – he's got a, he's got a young son, so I'm, I'm leaving at, at 3.30 to go pick up my son and be able to have time with the family, so I'm going to get all my work done here, and I'm saying no to everything that's frivolous or – non-focus oriented because this is a me quarter it was all about me because he felt like he needed to focus on me for the quarter to get his health back in shape that was his focus that quarter and then he said he actually had the and like amazing how that right, you, you, you broke up really bad there you said and then he said he had and then the best up. financial the best financial quarter he'd had uh, okay. in ever right and so funny how he's focusing on his health yeah, because of that focus, other sides of the of the of the of the ball, they had a great financial uh, quarter. I think that's partially the subconscious mind, um, and you know I, I'm a big believer in the subconscious mind. I think sometimes when you start focusing on other things, your mind says, "Okay, I'm getting all this other stuff taken care of," and so you don't even have to think because your your subconscious mind does so many things without you thinking about it. And I think when you start focusing on, okay, I'm going to focus on my health, then I think health ties into everything. I do. Oh, I believe that, um, you know, we've, I've talked about how, you know, how much success is a lot like running or, or any type of athletic activity. You're pushing yourself beyond what you think you're capable of, all of that. And um, it, it does transfer over into other parts of your life. So, I mean, well, absolutely. I mean, I think that, that, that my personal opinion when, when I start working with a coaching client is, is let's get your physical, you know, let's get going, whether it's a walk, hey, just go for a walk every morning, go for a walk every afternoon, go for a walk at lunch, right? Even just, we got to get started, we got to get the blood flowing, because that clears up your mind and that gets you focused. It also leads into the, the process, right? So, so, you know, we talked about, I don't know, as long as you're following the processes that you know work over time, don't worry about it, right? If you're doing the right things, good things happen, right? Whether they happen today or next week, it success is inevitable, right? If you're doing the right things, success is inevitable. It may not happen tomorrow or next week or next month, but it is an inevitable if you're doing the right things. Um, they've made entire to... they've made entire TV shows on heavy people doing the right things for a long enough period of time. And they like what they call the biggest loser or those shows. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are people that are extremely overweight, but they do the right things for a long period of time. And let me let me tell you, those people 
if they look at the short term, they'd never get done because, you know, over the long term, doing the right thing for a long enough period of time and boom, they finally get to a spot. They're going, wow, I lost all this weight. It's the same with business. That's the same with business, right? And we talked about that. You know, how do I, we talked about the five, the five levers, right? I need to get more leads. How do I get more leads? If you just focus on getting more leads, you'll get more business, right? How do I convert more opportunities once I get in front of them? If you just focus on how to convert your opportunities that when you get in front of them, if you convert on how to sell to existing customers, right? Subscription-based services, add-ons, you know, uh, upsells, downsells. Hey, would you like fries with that? You want dessert with that, right? If you focus, these are all little areas that we've talked about that, that you can focus on to add to the bottom line, but they're the right activities to be focusing on that we know lead to positive results eventually, right? Whether it be next week or next month, because we know these are the right things. We, we've learned this through our own experiences, through our coaching, through our mastermind groups. These are the things that work. Um, well, I think, I think I should wrap this up. That would be, all right, so uh, the myth of work-life balance. It is a myth. In our opinion, it is a myth, right? That it's a constantly juggling act. It's, a, it's the act of balancing. It's not a static balanced. And that you're always working on your health and your family and your relationships and your work. We said work is like the rubber ball that can, can be dropped, picked back up. But there are times that you need to focus and, and knock it out of the park, right? And with that, I got to grab something. Because... Uh-oh. This was something I got many years ago to remind me of balance. And it's oh, I like that. That's, um, it, it's something I actually got that in, in Russia, but uh, it always reminds me of balance. You got to have balance and the balance comes from, um, I believe, 100% focus on being there, just being present wherever you are, whatever you're doing, be 100% present and you'll have balance. So as you know, these are the, these are some of the things we talk about. Like when you're in a mastermind group, you, we go deeper. We don't just talk about business all the time. I mean, you got to go deeper because, you know, um, like we were just talking about marriage a little while ago. I mean, that matters. You know, that's why you're, you know, I always say my, my daughter always says, you know, why do you exercise so hard? And I always say, well, so that I can eat the food I want and have beer. If I want to have a beer, have a glass of wine. If I want to have a glass of wine, so that I can do those things. And so that's, you know, but I'm there, you're there when, and these are the things we go into in our mastermind group. And, and that's where the impact in your life can happen because you have a group of people talking about a, hey, I'm struggling here or I'm, or I'm not struggling here. What do you guys, I'm trying to grow to this. What do you guys think of that? And, or, you know, and, and that's where a group of individuals can help you um, get a lot further on whatever track you're on, whether it's health, um, spiritually, I mean, we're not, we're not going to help you probably, you know, we're probably not the spiritual guides, I guess, but if you're, if you're looking for something, um, you know, to grow your business and have that balance, you know, the myth of balance is, is being there hundred percent. But if you're looking to grow your business and, and get more clients and, and, and have more free time, the whole thing is based in free time. Oh, I'd say make more money, take more time off, and pay less in taxes. I and mean, that's kind of my, my, my whole world. That's I think every business owner can have the type of business that they want, that they dream of. They can make more money, they can work less or take more time off, however you like to say that, and pay less in taxes because who wants to tip the government? It's good stuff. All right, so we got ProfitabilityMD.com. We got our YouTube channel, ProfitabilityMD. Uh, we've got our uh, podcast, that's ProfitabilityMD, anywhere your podcasts are, are downloadable. 
And then if you want to apply to our mastermind, we and I do a little interview. It's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. See if you're a good fit, if we're a good fit, if there's some way that we might be able to help you. That's great, Dave. This was a good week, man. I appreciate it. You got me all pumped up. I was a little down on the dumps earlier today. I'm feeling good about the myth of work-life balance, man. This was a good one. All right, Matt. Have a great afternoon. Right. See you.